the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. My name is Scott Black, Councilman with the City of North Las Vegas. Welcome to the WC podcast today. Our special guest today really needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce her anyway. Uh, she's in D.C. She's in Carson City. She's at the um, charitable event. She's cutting a ribbon. She's conducting a meeting. She's leading a discussion. This lady does not slow down. I am so happy to introduce today my good friend and my colleague on the North Las Vegas City Council, our new mayor, Pamela Goins-Brown. Hello, Mayor. Hello, Mayor Pro Tem. How are you? It's great to be here today. I am so happy that you're here. And thank you for carving out a little time for us today to have this conversation. Um, first off, uh, we all know the, the historic nature of your recent election as the uh, first Black mayor in the city of North Las Vegas and in the state of, the, of Nevada. But I'd just love to hear from you. Uh, what, what does that mean to you? It just means the world to me. I am eternally grateful and humbled that the citizens and the residents of North Las Vegas put their faith and trust in my leadership skills over the year and said, you know what, let's promote her to this next level. And so I am just... Still, some days I wake up and I pinch myself and say, is is it real? And it absolutely is. And it, it it is a big deal. And that just tells me that if I am the first, that I won't be the last. And so it's nice to know that I can, you know, serve as a role model to those who want to follow behind me in my in my footsteps and take on a you know public service job because I absolutely do not enjoy anything better than serving the constituents in the city of North Las Vegas. That just gives me chills. It gives me joy. Thank you for that. And, and you know, um, I, I've observed you in your new role, but I have also had the privilege of knowing you since 2017 when I was a brand new elected city council person. And uh, so I, I feel like I know you fairly well. However, you do surprise me periodically when I learn that you're a virtuoso piano player or, you know, just the things that you, your skills that you've acquired throughout life. But not everybody knows who uh, who the real Pamela Goins Brown is. So why don't you just take a, a few minutes to tell us a little bit about your your background? Where were you born? Where, where you grew up? Okay. Some kind of highlights of uh, your awesome and exciting life. Well, I have a unique birthplace. Um, my family came to North Las Vegas in 1964. But prior to that, my parents were teaching on an Indian reservation, and it's called Goulden's, Utah, and I have never heard of it before in my life. And I understand it's where the Four Corners meet um, in Monument Valley, Cayente, Arizona, but it's called Goulden's, Utah. It's a Navajo Indian reservation, and they were they were teaching on the reservation, and then opportunities became available to teach here in, in Clark County. And so then we came to North Las Vegas, um, and I went to schools here, and um, I went to a Catholic school um, because just during the segregated times, my parents didn't want us bust. 45 minutes to an hour, one way to go to school. So we ended up going to Catholic school and I graduated from Bishop Gorman High School. And then after that, I decided to, well, I wasn't going to go to college at first. And my mom says, well, you either go to college or you get out the house. So I said, okay, I guess I'll go to college then. Um, so my father went to Prairie View A&M University, which is a historically black college and university. And so I said, okay, I'll go there. So I really didn't plan anything. And so I decided I knew I played the piano quite well. And so I'm like, okay, I'll play the piano. And so I did major in music education. And literally I graduated on a Sunday afternoon and I had a job back here in Clark County School District teaching music Monday morning. So I had to jump on a plane and come back and start my career. And so um, I worked for Clark County School District for 35 years. I taught music for 20 years and I was an administrator for the last half of my career, retired four years ago. But while I still was an administrator in 2011, I ran for city council in North Las Vegas and was successful. So I did both at the same time. 
I don't know how you just do it and you just make the days work. And so, um, and then I was on the council for just under a, a decade and um, decided that the mayor's seat was going to be open because I knew former mayor Lee was not going to run again. And so just after many conversations with him and just guidance from him and watching the great leadership style that he had, I said, you know what, I'm just not ready to be done. And I want to take my per- public service efforts to that next level. And that was the next level is to run for mayor. So what's the next level? Just kidding. We don't have to go there. One right step now. at a time. But you know what? Um, you mentioned your your parents and your dad. Um, the Goins the Goins name is a is a very recognizable name in North Las Vegas and throughout Clark County, and for good reason. Um, I've I've met your parents. I've uh, Theron and Naomi. Mm-hmm. I, I've uh, seen tender moments with you and, and your parents, and I know how important family is for you. Uh, one that's very vivid for me was at your, at your swearing in, your dad sitting there yeah. in his wheelchair and uh, just right by, by his, his daughter. And uh, it was just a, a real special um, moment to witness. But we just talked briefly about the, the rich history that the Goins name has brought to our community as well, particularly yeah. with your parents. Well, absolutely. Well, like I said, both of my parents were educators in Clark County School District as well. Um, my mom was actually instrumental in bringing a reading program here called Distar. It's changed names over the decades, but it's just basically good good reading techniques and skills. And she also was instrumental in help writing the kindergarten curriculum here for Clark County School District. And so she retired as uh, a dean and then an assistant principal. And she retired from Jim Bridger, which is in North Las Vegas. And then my father, you know, taught at the university level and he was a longstanding principal at various schools in Clark County. And so he retired as well. And then he also was a city councilman and a mayor, historic in nature. Um, And I served the same seat that he served during his tenure. Um, And he was the first African-American male to have have that seat. And I'm the first African-American female for Ward 2 council seat. Uh, also for the mayor pro tem title, he was the first in that. I was the first in that as well. So to say that I followed in their footstep is an understatement very because literally. very literally, I absolutely did. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because yeah. it's it's where you came from. It's it's who brought you yeah. up in life that, that just continues this beautiful legacy. Yeah. So. And they also have um, a, 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 one of the greatest schools in North Las Vegas is named for Theranen and Goins. Three? Yep, in Ward 3, Theranen and Naomi Goins Elementary School. And then my dad has a park named after him in North Las Vegas as well. So there's just a long-standing le- – yeah, also in Ward 3. Okay, okay. There's just a long-standing legacy, and I couldn't be more proud. Awesome. Well, you mentioned uh, Mayor Goins-Brown uh, – or. Pam, I like to call you Pam. Pam is five, yes. Um, that uh, you joined the council in 2011. I joined the council in 2017. The times were significantly different between 11 and 17. I came when things were turning around. Mm-hmm. You came when things were at its low point. Correct. When you think of uh, where North Las Vegas has come from, the challenges that you faced, um, what's a, an important lesson that you learned during that journey for yourself or for the city? For me personally, it was just perseverance and never giving up. Failure was just not an option for the council because when you have hundreds of thousands of people depending on you to make the decisions for them and and keeping their families and their livelihoods safe, you just have to be there for them and we have to be the voice for our constituents. And so, you know, it was dire times. Um, The hardest thing was to tell someone, you know what, you may or may not have a job. That is just heartbreaking to tell someone who's so dependent dependent on that income to raise their family. And so we said, you know what, we have to save the city. 
And so we got to work. We put a very robust vision together and you, you're starting to see the fruits of that labor even from a decade ago. So what we put in place is absolutely working. Thank you. You know, the, the perseverance you mentioned, um, I had the privilege of, of interviewing uh, our city manager, Ryan Juden, for this podcast. And he spoke about the metaphorical 60 minutes clock in the background, ticking, ticking, ticking. Failure was not an option. So many people were counting on you. So just to dig in, roll up your sleeves and get it done. And and I would assume that that having that that perspective and have lived that probably helps you in your job as mayor as well. It absolutely does. And it, it gives me right now, we just want to keep that momentum going because it's like you've opened Pandora's box. Now you have to keep that box open and keep it and keep refilling and refilling and refilling it because we just have so many great initiatives and so many things going on in the city now. Um, it, and it feels good. It does Yes. Good. It feels really, really good. Awesome. Well, you, you speak about uh, what it took to get the city to where it's at today and the, 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 the fruits are bearing, you know, the trees are bearing fruit, if yeah. you will. Um, we're seeing the evidence of the hard work that's gone in. I know it hasn't been done without key partnerships. And in the last, uh, you know, six years since I've been on the council, I've had the chance to work with uh, Workforce Connections and look for ways to merge what they bring to the table and partnering with the city. Uh, you know, we have at our libraries and that's uh, for those that live in our community don't realize this, but it's quite revolutionary in nature to open up a public space in a library free of charge to the the job seeker and to this organization yeah. to have that outreach into the community to help people find employment. Um, so we have our uh, American Job Centers in the Aliante Library and the Alexander Library. Uh, we're soon to partner with North uh, North Las Vegas and Workforce Connections on an Employee Envy Youth Hub at our Alexander Library. That's really gonna, and that's your those are your babies, I know, um, to uh, help ages sixteen to twenty four find their mission in in life and find op opportunities for gainful employment and training that goes along with that, but. What what do you see the value of that partnership and especially as you focus on on the youth in our community relative to our, our city's success? Well, those partnerships are just invaluable because that's our future. That's our workforce. And with jobs that may not even be created yet for this 21st century, we don't know what the future is going to hold, but we know that we have to have an educated, prepared workforce ready to tackle these jobs that are going to, you know, sustain their lifestyles and, you know, and just reciprocate. Um, so it's, it's about getting our youth prepared for the future. Um, and so we just have to have a good, solid um, employee work base. So as a, as an educator, professional educator and administrator, um, I think you probably could really tune in to this idea, but speak to us about the value of starting young in the K through 12. You know, if you look at the workforce um, challenges that we face in our community and throughout our nation, unemployment is low, labor supply is scarce. There are more jobs than there are applicants. Um, we were looking at alternate uh, you know, labor pools and getting real creative. Um, one untapped and great, and you spoke about the the workforce of the future, mm -hmm. just get, share some educator perspective on the value of engaging the youth uh, at an early age in workforce opportunities. And I think you would agree one thing that we do as elected officials, we get to go visit our schools and we start as young as kindergarten, whether we're reading to them or talking about our career, even though they might not understand exactly what you're doing, you're planting that seed. You're just getting their minds open to say, wow, if I could be a police officer, I could be a firefighter, I could be a mayor or council person, just to get them to start thinking and having those conversations and whether it's role playing or or any type of thing, just to say, 
gosh, you know, one day I'm going to be an adult and I have to make these decisions. And so the more you get in front of young people and talk about options that they possibly could attain one day, I think it's it's invaluable. And then just to focus on the importance of you need an education. Yes. Yes. You need you don't an education. Have to go to college. You right. can go to a trade school. Exactly. You can get some kind of technical skill, mm-hmm. but that's education. Absolutely. It's a different forms, but it's all yes. education. Yeah. I, I think and uh, at Workforce Connections, we've, I think, done a great job um, creating alliances with the CCSD, mm-hmm. with uh, CSN, with finding these young people, because some of them, especially the, the youth 16 to 24, once they've, you know, if we can harness a third grader and, and create a, a vision for the future for them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really pique their curiosity and engage them in what their skill sets are. I think that's the, the, the best place to do it. But what about the kids that are, that missed that window, didn't have that opportunity. And now they're 16, 17, 18, those kids are the, but ironically, those are the ones that are available and not working. So it's, it's an opportunity for us to really yeah. elevate the youth. This is a great partnership and to working with, with this organization is we can mentor them. We can guide them because if, you know, if they were like me, when I finished high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. And so it'll help to make those decisions and close that gap. And, you know, just there's such a plethora of uh, job opportunities out there in fields that are just phenomenal things that I probably would say I wasn't smart enough to do that, but it just takes that one person in that right mentorship program to partner with a, a young adult to say, let's look at this, or do you like this? Or you tap into what their interests are first and foremost. That's that's powerful. And, you know, we're not all fortunate enough to have a Naomi Goins in our lives to say, no, you're that I had you're to do this. And so you're right. This is a, a great um, alternative to that, to engage and inspire and, and mentor a young person and the economic, you know, we we uh, in North Las Vegas are the leader in economic development in our region, and we have we're, we're working very diligently to diversify the economy. We can't do it without a, a, a robust workforce, and so, um, so I'm gonna just uh, kind of give you a, a little synopsis of some of the things that have been going on here, okay. and uh, and then just have you weigh in on it if you would. So Southern Nevada, you know, we've we've rolled out a seven industry sector partnership in 2022. Um, one of our target sectors identified in our region is uh is part of a comprehensive economic development strategy we have partners with the lvgea um workforce connections partnered with lvgea all of the chambers in our area and the governor's economic development um board to to publish this blueprint so we're doing what you say as an educator so it just makes me feel good to hear you as an educator with your perspective on when and where to start with a youth and then knowing exactly what it is that we need to introduce them to, where those two two things uh, come together. But um, why is it important to have a business community lead, uh, play a leading role like North Las Vegas in shaping the the pipeline of employment? Well, um, thank you for that question. I think the, the business community, they're on the front line of filling vacancies and they are keenly aware of what they need for their industry. They know what they need. And so when it comes to personnel and skills, they're the ones who decide this, I need 20 people for this position or 50 people for that. So they're on the front line of knowing what they need and can go out and look for that skill set. Um, and so I know as a region, we are just experiencing people and skills in, in gap in some key industry areas. And so I think so programs like Workforce Connection are important so they can hone in on that skill set for a particular company. Um, but I think... We work a little bit differently in North Las Vegas. We always focus on solutions and finding meaningful ways 
to connect with our community, just with the industries that we are bringing into. We were at a a, a grand opening today um, and, and just looking around and say, okay, this is a skill set that will be needed for this job, especially in the technology field and AI and all of the, and all of those areas. And so, just to tap into those um, industries and those wants and needs is just important for businesses. Um, and just having the organizations that you mentioned, the chamber, the business organizations, educational institutions, you just all have to work in tandem with one another because that's that's where your for- workforce is going to be. Um, and we are opening our first Northeast Career and Technical Academy, which is great for North Las Vegas students because the, you'll go in there and you focus on a trade or career path that you're interested in. And we're also we're building that workforce base. And so that's very important. And so, um, and they're going to focus on energy technologies and logistical distribution. And that speaks volume. That's North Las Vegas. That's one of our strengths. And so um, even collaborations with higher education institutions, you know, our college programs and current degree programs and degree, degree programs that are being created. Because remember I said, there's probably jobs out there that have not we haven't tapped into yet. So they'll be ever creating new degree programs for people to earn degrees in. And so it's just that we're all invested in Southern Nevada to continue to grow that workforce. So I think this is just a win-win for not just North Las Vegas, but all of the state. Absolutely. Thank you for that. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit with you. Um, When we started our conversation today, I wasn't joking when I said that our mayor of North Las Vegas is in DC or Carson city or that this event or at yeah. that event. When I see you on Facebook, I don't like to see you on Facebook cause it makes me feel guilty. Cause you're working on a Sunday you're at this conference or this. Uh, yeah. So you work really hard. I, I, like I said, I've known you since 2017 um, and I admire your, your outlook, your attitude, your work ethic, mm-hmm. and just your approach to things. But here's the question. When Pamela Goins Brown uh, needs to, you know, <laughs> Take a break, take some time for her. What does a perfect relaxing day look like for you? Or what do you like to do in your quote unquote spare time? Okay, well, that's about a couple hours a day. But first of all, I want to say what we do is a team effort. Um, we we support each other wholeheartedly. We could not do this job that we do without the support from our council and our team. So it's a team effort. So I appreciate the comments, but you work hard. I see I'm glad to be there. part of yes. your team. Um, so a perfect day of relaxation for me is if I can just disconnect from my uh, iPad, my laptop, my Dell, my phone, everything, just to shut that down for a little while. Um, I just like to relax. I like to read um, when time permits. I'm reading all the time, but just things that for enjoyment. Sure. Um, I, if I'm at an ocean, that's my happy place. Awesome. Beach or an ocean is my happy place. And then I'm an avid shopper. I love to go shopping. So that, that that's a lot. That's a big stress reliever for me. But just, and then being at home on the couch with a blanket, cup of hot chocolate or coffee and watching a good movie, or I'm an avid sports fan. So I don't care what sports on, I will watch it from beginning to end. So that relaxes me as well. That's awesome. Well, you deserve a little bit of relaxation because of all the hard work you do. I will say that. So uh, it's, it, it's been awesome to have you here today to share some glimpses into who you are um, as a person, um, what brought you to this amazing opportunity and historic mm-hmm. um, leadership role that you have in the city of North Las Vegas. Uh, you've accomplished a great deal in your, in your life. Um, and I, I know you've mentioned this before, but I'd love for you to just speak to um, what, what would you say or what do you want young girls uh, particularly young girls of color to look at Pamela Goins Brown and what, what advice would you give them to say, 
you can do this too. I would absolutely say that you can do this too. Um, I feel that at times you have to work a little bit harder simply because you are a female and especially a female of color. I experienced those things. Um, but then to have that level of respect that people are looking up to you. So you kind of have to be on your A game at all times. Um, but to say, you know, when you face obstacles, which there are going to be obstacles, no matter what you are, who you are, what industry you're in and what field of work, you're going to have obstacles. And so you just keep pushing forward. If one door closes, another door will open. And you kind of have to be very upfront about who you are and what you want and what you expect. And then people are going to treat you how you treat them. And so it's it's absolutely doable. Anything in life that you set your mind to, um, it's a lot of hard work. And I set goals daily. I may not meet all of them, but I set a goal that this is going to be my day. And I'm always going to look at the positive side of what I do, no matter how many <laughs> scores are thrown at me or how many people don't disagree. And I'm just the type of person, if that's the case, let's come up with some some, some solutions to the problems. Um, don't just come to the table with problems, but come with some solutions, some solutions as well. I can't say that word yeah. today. Just have some solutions as well. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And you know what? Um, I'm lucky that that uh, you're my friend and someone I truly admire and look up to. Thank you for sharing your inspiring story with us today. Carving out a little bit of time from your busy schedule, I think uh, will we'll make a difference for the, the viewers that view this podcast. So folks, thank you for joining us on the WC podcast today with our uh, esteemed guest, uh, Mayor Goins-Brown, uh, my friend and our awesome mayor of the city of North Las Vegas. Thank you. Thank you.